0: hey happy thursday happy august i feel like i should be saying happy autumn um because <laughs> we're clearly welcoming the fall season in but that's okay it's a little early fall no not fall summer came on in a little early too i think summer clocked in early and decided to clock out exactly at eleven fifty nine on the last day of Janu- uh, january january <laughs> No, no, the way we're going, it could have been January, but on the last day of July. So happy fall at this point. I mean, <laughs> whatever. Okay. See how the season interchange. Oh, that's going to jump into our topic. I don't even want to get that yet. Let's see how the season's decided to just interchange and jump on in and do their own thing. Maybe it's all right. <laughs> Especially if it works out. Okay. It's working out at this point because I was both tired of all them hot, hot days. Moving on. Let's go on back. Okay. To move forward, sometimes you got to jump back. Remember I said that. Oh, that rhyme too. Y'all, I'm on a roll tonight. All right. But uh, let's jump on back. Welcome and welcome back to another episode of the B-Mix right here on BeExposedRadio.com. You already know what Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time are for. It's for everyone, the unseen, the unheard, the overlooked, the forgotten, whether it's the forgotten part of you or for the person that doesn't belong anywhere, the me, the b Everyone, so welcome, um, y'all. Hey, how you doing? Let's let's jump on into uh, one of my favorite parts of um, sharing with y'all every week, um, which is our moments um, for a history of racial injustice, brought to you by Equal Justice Initiative. My favorite calendar, y'all. Look at the. Um, ooh, get ready for this one! Look at the picture for the month of August. I see that. Oh, I know it's a little glare. How about that? That's good. Oh, Lord. That's that's something, honey. That's something. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to jump right into it. So today is Thursday, August the 5th. Um, in 2014. So much more recent than some of the moments that I've shared with you thus far. Uh, black workers at Memphis, Tennessee, Cotton Gin filed discrimination lawsuit after white supervisor uses racial slurs and threatens to hang them for drinking from white water fountain. See how it almost started off good? Because you were like, oh, it's out in 2014. Then you remember, oh, it's a moment of racial injustice or history of racial injustice. Um. Oh, yes. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you. 12 o'clock. Sorry. Sorry. Got a message. Okay. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to stay focused. I'm going to stay focused tonight because... I pray about every show. I definitely pray about this one. Like, Lord, help help me tonight. Um, and so it started off being like, oh, okay, 2014. Then you remember, like, ooh, what's about to go wrong? But then even starting off to read it, it's like, oh, they followed a lawsuit. Okay, good for that. Wait a minute, not from being threatened or threatened to be hanged, hanged, huh? yeah, lynched. Okay, uh, for drinking from a white water fountain in 2014 literally just a couple years ago. Okay. <clears throat> All right now. <laughs> Ooh, do better. Do better. Do I write white, you know, bland. Okay. Sorry. There are lack of melanin brothers and sisters in Christ. That's the only way to my brothers and sisters. Um, Yeah. Do better. That's it. It's just simple. It's just, that's it. Simple answers you know, simple, simple solutions, not necessarily uh, easy methodology, I guess, like, going it be an easy way to get there, and a part of me feels like it kind of is, like, just, just stop, but it's so, it's so heavily embedded and uh, deeply rooted of, like, y'all hatred for us. 2014, y'all, seven years ago. Seven, okay. Just seven years ago, somebody said, oh, hey, why are you drinking from that white water fountain? I'm going to hang you. And that person that said it was their supervisor. I'm confused. I, okay. I'm not confused. I, I very well get exactly what's going on with that. Just stupidity. Whew, okay. Now that I digress from that. Um, wait a minute. Because I didn't click on something. Not extreme hip hop with Phil. Okay. Um, y'all. We're going to go back just a taste, okay so last week we um, we touched on quite a bit of stuff right we what we was happy it was just boom after boom after boom after boom um, and so first of all, <laughs> we're gonna reintroduce the idea of a healing girl summer okay we're gonna keep bringing that forward and that's just not for the gals okay because just like well yeah it's not for just for the gals just like um, the trend and the hashtag. Almost like the phenomena of um, of um, hot girl summer, right? Came along, and then you know, even guys be like, "Oh, hot boy summer, okay." Like, hop on this one, hop on this one. See how nobody ever hops on the good things, but hop on the cool things. Why are the cool things not the good things? We talked about this a while ago that the the very things that we love to indulge in aren't so good for us, and so we'll see it as good, and it's not. Yeah, it's, just, it's not um, and so you know just like um, y'all when came up with the song like uh, see me going dum-dum is that the whole name of the song, the song? Um, we'll skip that y'all know I'm not cool but you know dum-dum we get that from Baltimore and see me going dum-dum and there were two I think two or three um, oh, load little old because I'm going to call them, like two young gentlemen <laughs> they're so precious though and they remixed it I think it's a school or camp or something I think school and they remixed it um, and saying like, see me going smart, smart, right? Like, and I love it, but truthfully, I can be honest that in my mind, it's like rewiring myself to accept this. It's just like smart, smart, oh, lame, right? <laughs> But it's not at all. Like then like my senses came. It was just like, oh, this is good. Like the fact that they, you know, just clearly had to do some project to work this through and talk about this and why they needed to address the fact that, you know, here. Okay. Let me go back. So I'm gonna stop saying you know. For those of you that are not in Baltimore, um, whether if you are on just the outskirts or in other states, because I know we have some viewers and, and followers that I've seen that literally have viewed us out of state. Um, i think we've uh, even a few work out of country <laughs> okay B mix um yeah <laughs> here in baltimore <laughs> um, it, i'm going to just say it because that's just what it is there for some of us because i know that's not all of us but for some of us there's a trend there's a, a a cool sign of endearment um to refer to someone as dummy but it's it's been for a while so it's it's it is definitely like weird to kind of talk about now because it's like yeah it's just been around it's just been the thing or a thing um even myself like I used to hate it because it was always about like speaking life into something speaking you know positivity positivity and all of that and so I was like Ugh, I hate this whole thing and then I remember that it was my last boyfriend like what, like three years ago whatever like probably because he was younger. I don't know. I don't know. But it was just like our like joking thing because it like got me around to like saying it. And then it kind of just stuck. And so randomly like to my brothers and stuff like that, like I'll refer to them like, what's up, dummy? Like, whoa, dummy. Like it just, see, I just flow. <laughs> it, just, it just flows. Um, so that's it's a sign of endearment. Hate it, but speaking on what is. And so again, these young men, they like remixed it. And then it was just like how is this not a thing to catch on? Because the very good thing isn't the thing that catches, you know, when you have to work toward the very good thing. When we're talking about ourselves, when we're talking about um, for ourselves, you know, as in like external, um, I don't know, influences or affluences, you know, um, we have to work toward the good. We have to constantly choose the good. Like good doesn't just happen upon you because then you wouldn't appreciate it. That I'm learning each and every day. Um, and so today I'm sharing with y'all a little Western <laughs> beauty, a little Western perfection, a little Western blessing. Um, I have on a shirt from one of my Western sisters, my baby, shout out to Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I always called her because her name is Sunday. Um, I literally always called her that every time I saw her. So just amazing how obnoxious I was in the hallway. Moving on. Um, <laughs> but so our motto at Western High School, the only, high school that matters, um, uh, is only the best, right, and so, so that's always what we're striving for, that's always how we are taught to uphold ourselves, you know, no matter what you, haters on Western girls, people love, outside of Baltimore, again, because you wouldn't necessarily know this unless you're, like, you know, from Baltimore City, that, um, yeah, people love to hate Western girls, it's fine, we're used to it, it's totally okay, um, and so people have their own thoughts about us, but love us and want to be us, it's fine, and so, anyway, <laughs> Um, sharing that today because it goes along with what we're getting into that our topic this month let me introduce it that way our topic for the month is divorce it But see each week we're going to break down different areas in our life where we need to divorce the it whatever that it is for you hop on it week after week I definitely told this girl to make sure she did not come downstairs today okay you got okay you collecting all yourself good job we Okay, do it quietly. Okay, I don't know. Look in your dress up box or look under the sofa. you oh, no. this is just a regular part of the show now, right? Just why? Why, why would just watch Found it? You didn't find your other high heel? Okay, you got it. That's your dress. Okay, that's a beautiful selection you made. You look wonderful. Bye, baby. I love you. So, um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, what was I? So, of course, again, Western, you know, only the best, and so it goes along with oh, that's what it was. I was introducing um, topic of the month, um, before we talk about the topic of today, like this week's topic, um, is divorce age. And so, today, <laughs> I just had to remind you that means him or her, like, yeah, 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 baby, it, yeah, and if that means for you, figuratively or literally that is for you to figure out um but i do hope that it brings some sense of like let me you know revisit this idea let me be sure that this is best um for me whether if you are like teeter tottering on letting go of something some or now specifically just today someone um when we, and then do, listen <laughs> i couldn't get my time together this is talking about situationships situation ships, relationships um and I'm I'm not gonna touch on marriages I'm gonna let y'all do that because that you know this is just not a place that I can speak from yet (laughs) um but if it applies you go on and apply that you're gonna work that through okay because that's for you that's that's for your self-reflection after you hear me and sit with me for a little while every Thursday night I always hope that you turn around and go and not apply What we've talked about here, but you go and ponder on it, that you go and self-reflect and you meditate and you pray about it and you read your word and you, you know, talk to God and you, you know, consult with the ancestors and you, you know, you go, you have a therapy session. Like, yes, I know we come back every week. Right. So within a week's time, I hope a combo of some of those things have happened um, in order to help you to you know, walk through and talk through and think through what it is that we come and meet about every Thursday at 8 o'clock p.m. It's the standard time, only on baseballradio.com. So last week, baby, um, I, again, I know it was uh, a lot, but so along with our just healing girl summer, um, <laughs> good job, mommy, you guys connected, yay. <laughs> so honey, Okay remember I mentioned, come on, okay, Ashley, Perry, <laughs> that's it, it's only, it's the only way to be, you know, Western, we, we can hype each other up, because we have to, and we're all sisters, Perry, um, Lucy Micepi Moose, Lucy, thank you, um, that was Latin for, as we have received light, let us give light, you're welcome, and again, a Western motto, so, um, Last week, I mentioned, like I said, quite a few things. And so pressing through, like, our Healing Girl Summer. (laughs) Um, And I mentioned something about, like, leaning into your isolation for your quantum leap. Um, Y'all, that's just that. Isolation. Isolation is not a bad thing, right? And this is coming from me. I I shared with you, I'm sure it was last week. I think that's when I was feeling the heaviest How I was, you know, struggling with my, like, singleness. Like oh my gosh, it's finally getting to me. What's going on? Like, where is he? Like, you know, that type of thing, kind of. But it was a, what I can say now that I'm kind of like out of, not kind of, now that I am out of it, um, is that thinking back on it, I was um, even feeling like the, at the heat of it, feeling the heaviest, you know, emotions around it. It was different than I've ever felt like before. Like I really wasn't in this like, Woe is me. Oh my gosh, where is he? Like, even though I just said that, um, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, or sit back because you had told me sit back. It's me, y'all. It's always me. Yeah. Um, so I, um, I just, it was just different. It was so different. You can always keep me together. Shout out to Moni, y'all. He keeps me together. Um, and so <laughs> it was, it was so different. Like, it was just a, like, really, Ready to? It was. It felt like that last, like pull and stretch of me really opening up and accepting. I, I, I guess my my words really were about to be this next move, this next whatever is coming, right? Because it was like beforehand. What I am very clear about is that my thoughts had been there, like still knowing like, okay, eventually I'll get married and this and that and all. But I know for sure, like for the past, I don't know how long, but my heart had not been there. My heart had not been open to it. So because my heart was not in it, it this. because my heart was not in it, I was, um, like time I don't know seldom no matter if it was seldom or often or whatever so that's like for anybody out there so I don't want you to get lost and think like oh I'm somebody that you know felt this way often for what I'm about to say it's a preface um for what I'm uh that I that you felt this way often or if it was like seldom it was every once in a while every once in a blue moon so for me it, it varied. Like it it really was like all in between sometimes here and there that because my heart was not in it then I would allow myself right, so that's why it's about alignment so mind, body, spirit Um, yes Benji because everybody wants wants to to get in on the conversation so anyway, um, because my heart was not in it, then it allowed me, it's every time I start talking I swear, I don't know if y'all can hear it I know I sound crazy, but (laughs) is either the skin baby or one of the fur babies like just somebody's making some noise or something as soon as that sounds okay anyway but anyway so um because my heart was not in it then it allowed me to um or I allowed myself rather than to make you know bad decisions and to act out or you know engage in different behavior that's when I might have slipped and been like, all right. I've been trying to hold on to it, but I'm falling. You know, victim of you know my lust. Like, all right, let me let me make Let me go and answer that that you know two a.m. call or you know send that two a.m. text or something like that. You know, so and don't try to tell yourself that it don't pertain to you just because it wasn't two a.m. Whatever time it was, yeah, some. Some of us then you know made that call or that text in the middle of the day. So just don't feel like it don't pertain to you all the way, just because it may not be spot on at the time, right, and so again, my heart not being in the idea, or in the mindset, my heart not being in the mindset, yes, I said that correctly, um, of, you know, oh, you know, let me really begin to prepare, because if you've ever um, caught a really good, like, word or conversation around like singleness of course we hear you know constantly hear of you know singleness is not you know punishment um it's about you know embracing yourself during the process and learning yourself and getting closer with god and all of these things and which are all correct but on top of that and your singleness is really your preparation for, you know, when you're going to become one with someone. So it's your, prep, it's your union preparation, I guess, right? And so, and especially if that is what you want and what you yearn for and long for for your own life, um, at the bottom of it all, I will always speak this that I truly believe in the word that there is somebody out there for everyone. I do believe that. Um, and so sometimes it can be, you know, harder to hold on to that actually you'll be like, okay. So, like, come on now. Like, okay. okay. But, you know, like, then it's the patience and it's the this. And it's always something else to work on. Yes, ma'am. See what I said? See what I said? First it was the skin baby. Then it was the dog. Now it's the cat. Just everybody. Yes, ma'am. Cut it out. (laughs) Y'all didn't want to get the stop Because the dog. Now they run it through fighting. Y'all better cut. Stop doesn't matter. They're going to do what they want to do. Um, welcome to Parenting 101 with Benia. Just Benji is so, like, he is so punk when it comes to the camp. He will run up all of it in his face and all that, which is what he just did. So I guess, thank you, Benji. Benji called himself coming to rescue me from Maui wanting to jump up here and be on my lap again. Because this is his new chair that he likes to sit on now. So he doesn't appreciate when I'm occupying it, which is literally this one time throughout the week. I digress. Um. (laughs) So, yeah, lost my train, but it's fine. Um. It's, anyway, it's all about being like aligned, right? So mind, body, and spirit, that's what I wanted to go back to. Um, So like when I, like I said, your thoughts can be there. So you kind of can project that. That's where I was. I was projecting like, oh yeah, no, eventually I'll get married. But my heart just was not in a place of like receiving that or accepting that. And so meaning that there was more preparation work for me to, you know, partake in or for me to undergo, right? Um, And so now there, I think that's what that was, that pruning season. I'm going to get into, as I know I'm about premises season before, I think like the past couple of weeks because it's been made clear to me um, that that's where I had been in. And I think I'm now at like the bunt end of that, of like coming out of that and walking into the next season of Elevation and, of, you know, miracles and miraculous wonders and signs and, you know, blessings and and just things. Like, because even as of yesterday, I remember like crying, like, bro, it just keeps getting worse, it's getting bad. But at the same time, it's like belief is just beyond what you could really think or imagine, like, my belief, my faith is so strong, I know, like, without question, even when it felt the worst of it, just a couple of weeks ago, um, that I still would, even if that wasn't at the forefront of my mind, like, like now, because I've just proven to myself again, of how faithful I am, how much I have faith, how much hope I have, how much I believe. Like I would pull me out of bed, that like I was gonna make it better. Um that you know, that it was there. So like I said, it's it's more so in the front of my mind now. But even when it was not and it just wasn't one of my thoughts, excuse me, it was um, it was still like prevalent, it was, it was present. I knew for sure it was like this is bad. Like this feels bad, it looks bad, it tastes bad, it smells bad, you know what I mean? But okay. Cause who? Because hold Excuse me, just doing. <clears throat> they 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 just doing. So, honey, um, and again, when it you know didn't feel bad, I knew for sure that things would be better. So again, like I said, even with last night of crying, like, oh my goodness, like it's getting worse. I was still crying with faith. I swear to you, like legit, like just finally getting it out. And so, um, I mentioned again about like last week when I said about like leaning into your isolation, because that's a process that is necessary. You you'll probably hear me use the word necessary a lot. If you ever even want to binge watch, binge listen, you know, go back to the beginning of time of the B-Mix, right? Um, And, you know, up until now, I'm sure I've said the word necessary, which that that should be a poll. Like, listen, how many times have I said the word necessary? (laughs) Um, Because that's what I'm here to talk about and talk us through um, are the necessary processes, the necessary steps, the necessary, you know, thoughts, um, the necessary feel and vibes that we um, should experience and undergo in order for us to grow, in order for us to, you know, push forward. Um, And so we have what? just a few months left in this year. Can somebody just stop there for a second? Like, crazy. Just a few months left in 2021. Um, And we want to make them, just like we always get to this point of the year anyway. And we'll say like, you know, we want to make the last few months of the year the best months of the year and things like that because we've gone through so much. Like, this is the month of the number eight. I've said this before. Like, that is definitely my number. I know for sure it's because I was, you know, born March 8th. because, you know, graduate graduated 2008, like just the number eight has just always been embedded, like deeply rooted somewhere like in my life and something I'm going through. And I love the meaning behind that number of meaning, you know, the number of, um, I say it, well, so many things on my mind. number of restoration, the number of new beginning, there it is, like the eight is the number of new beginning. And so that's where, here this is where we are right now in this year. And if numbers don't speak to you, then sorry, but they do <laughs> for me. So we're going to bring you in here somewhere though. We're going to figure out what else speaks to you and, and put that all in this word here that we have today. But, um, yeah, like, let's just let, let's do this. So with leaning into our isolation and again, for that quantum leap, right? Quantum, as a matter of fact, I said, I wanted to do this. So I'm going to do this live right now, which is just Google the true definition of quantum instead of just dancing around it, which, most of us, I'm sure some of us can um, even use context clues um, to to define it, but I wanted to actually read an actual definition. So, according to the Dictionary of Oxford languages, uh, quantum is defined um, as one in physics, a discrete quantity, discrete quantity of energy proportional in magnitude to the frequency of the radiation it represents. I'm going to tell you right now, even though that's like, I, I introduced this physics because that's how it's listed. Um, if you are truly on this healing process, in the within the healing process, on a healing journey, that does not speak over your head. That spoke straight to me and baby, let me tell you something about Benia. So naturally, it seems as though it was really good at science, like really good biology, chemistry. Um, oh Lord, what else did I take? I can't even remember. Um not anatomy, physiology, I can't, I told y'all, remembering the bones was connected to what, just know it's all supposed to be working good, that's all I know, um, but anything else, I was like, just naturally good at it, and I really think it was just how I think, um, what can interest me, like, that the smallest things can just spark my interest, and then I'm just all for, like, oh, my gosh, let's do this, yes, let's, let's do it, um, but I, truthfully, I never wanted to do so i literally just did not want to do science i don't want i don't want to go to the class like i still went because i was a geek and it's fine um <laughs> but you know like i just never wanted to i would rebel like in the class especially but don't let me get a teacher shout out to mrs crosby oh lord weston high school my god may her soul rest in peace but baby that lady there Ooh, ooh, baby, she tried it. She tried it real, real good, and that was definitely class. It was like, baby, I know I'm not about to give this my all. I can't stand this. I can't stand nothing about it. Um, but again, that I was naturally good at it. So, um, it, but either with all of that aside, right? So either being naturally good at it, but um not really wanting and not having any interest in it, not caring about it, truthfully, Um, this definition still does not, you know, go over my head. Like, it speaks right to me, and I know it's not because I was naturally good at it, but at the mere fact that I'm on this healing journey, and we know that it is a forever process, and that's okay. It's a forever process that I hope that each of us are willing to sign up for. Every day, I pray that you are waking up and, you know, clocking into your healing process. Like, hey, Lord, Thank you, right? Appreciate it. I appreciate you, you know, opening these eyes this morning, you know, let me swing these legs on over the side of this bed, okay? Um, you know, helping me to see a brand new day I've never seen before, Hel- keeping me throughout the night while I was sleeping, baby, because that could have been it. Um, and <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Not however, but in addition to, or more so, uh, I don't know, however you talk to your God, just saying. But, you know, in addition to all of that, um, Lord, I just want you to know, I'm signing up for this thing that I'm on right now, this train that I'm on, this this healing, this path, this journey, this whatever, however you refer to it. I am signing up for it. I'm clocking in right now. I'm running a little late today because I really thought I didn't feel like it today. But Lord, I am signing up for this healing journey today. I hope you say that every day and to just tell yourself that, um, because again, it's a forever process. And if you're not clocking into your healing process, who out here do you think, who else do you think is going to clock into? Truth be told, it's not really for anyone else to clock into your healing journey, but you. So if you decide not to, then it's just going to go dead for the day. And then it's just like when you skip classes and things like that, like, it just keeps on adding up. You just got more homework to do. You got more work to do, and then it feels like too much when you get back to it. Or every time you consider getting back to, you know, the work that you need to do on self, it'll you'll talk yourself out of it. It'll overwhelm you at just the thought of it. Um, for those of us that experience anxiety or have experienced anxiety, um, or or don't, I think that it's natural by any means that, um, you know, you've been needing to do the dishes. I'm going over to my kitchen um maybe <laughs> need to do the dishes for a couple days and it's just like all right yeah boom and you you're excited you're like okay yeah I'm gonna get to these things I'm gonna get to them and you're like I'm getting there man I ain't doing yesterday or today so I know it's <sighs> you can talk yourself out of it just like that baby just stay on them go on now go on get so okay so that was the first one the first definition of quantum second is a required or allowed amount especially an amount of money legally payable in- in damages, excuse me. The example it gives, you know, use it in a sentence. Uh, the court must determine the quantum of compensation due. So either way, right? Either definition that works, I don't know about y'all, but the physics one is the one that touches me the most, um, even though, you know, the second one talks about money, but then legal and things like that. So it's kind of cool. But the first one is really what speaks to me because if you break it down, it says a discrete quantity, so of course it doesn't give an example it doesn't say like oh uh once you get to you know 100 then that that that's where you cross over to the quantum part. It doesn't give you um a specific amount, right? Come on, I think I'm going somewhere with this and I feel it. Um it doesn't give you a specific amount. So to me that yields to the individuality of each of our healing paths, each of our journeys. Um each of our lives that we are, each of us are uniquely and wonderfully made, right? Um, And so it's discreet. I guess it speaks to if we talk about any like social norms and connect that, right? When we talk about, you know, move in silence and let the blessings be out loud, you know, things like that. Um, However, that works because I know some people are like, oh, no, I don't want to move in silence. Like, I'm going to tell you all because I need y'all to know. That's fine. Hey, if that's your... That's your prerogative, baby. Do your thing. Um, but uh, yeah, just being a discreet, discretion, right, um, is is a key. And and some things I know for me, and just some things I'm dealing with now, like literally <laughs> yesterday, it's not something I want to blurt out. Even outside of like pride aside, it's not something I necessarily want to blurt out. Um, but I also know that as I as my tongue is released to share. One uh, And mind you, I'm here, here, even on the BMX, I know I always talk about, it, and it is always raw, authentic, and organic material, but it's still about discretion. And so it's still about, yes, you should work on yourself to the point where you feel confident and comfortable with talking your stuff, you know, through, being vulnerable. Uh, vulnerability is strength. That should be week. vulnerability is strength right? Um, and so remember I said that. And so with that being said, though, um, it, it's also then about discretion and discernment. So it's about how you're led um, to share this information. We, when we, and I don't want to touch on this too much, because this really goes into like next week when we get to talk about like friends and friendships and all, but um, we sometimes feel betrayed by, or we is even relevant here, because I'm really coming to the topic now. Um of like who we surround ourselves with, associate ourselves with, date, you know, who we're friends with, whomever, even the family members that we, you know, see ourselves um, connecting with more, we feel betrayed by them. And we talked about this before, that, you know, it's really betrayal of ourselves that we're feeling. We're feeling the betrayal, the hurt of how we betrayed ourselves because we expected more of them. Um, But it's also because the part where we betrayed ourselves that we didn't utilize our gift of discernment. It's a gift and it's a weapon, right? Um, And so I know sometimes my prayer is, Lord, sharpen my weapon of discernment. Lord, you know, enhance or enlarge my gift of discernment. Um, And discernment is one heck of a thing. And it's really because of the simple fact that... um, Discernment is is really when you when you feel when you know and I've experienced this all my life before, well before I even knew or had an idea of what it is or what it could be, and um, it's you know knowing something, hearing something, getting something, um, and I'm saying something just to kind of leave a, a vibe, a feeling, an emotion, a thought. Um, that, you know, that you don't necessarily know by way of, you know, reading it, seeing it, hearing it firsthand, but somehow, you know, this thing or something, um, of someone or some situation or or something like that. And you really know that, you know, it, um, but again, it's not like they've told you, or it's not like anyone else has told you, you just know it. And so having that, where that can be a burden, At times it's because not necessarily the the other person, the person that you know of, they may not know. So it may be, you know, a vice that they have. It may be um, a bad, you know, characteristic or trait of themselves that they have not acknowledged you know, for themselves. Right. And so then you're speaking, my issue is that I, when I didn't know of what I wasn't aware of my gift of discernment, um, I would speak to these things and wonder why smart is like pushing back because feeling like I'm attacking them. You know, when I'm, I know I'm coming from a good place, like just trying to talk them through their stuff. Um, and, you know, it, it would be because like, Oh, you don't know this about yourself. You haven't come to grips with this or terms of um, about this thing or, you know, shortcoming for yourself. And here I am trying to talk you through it. And so we all know the first uh, step to recovery is to admit that you have a problem, you know, or an issue or whatever the case may be. And so when we say that, um, shoot, what did I just say earlier? That, you know, it's uh, that one discernment is a gift. um, And um, I'm saying a gift and a burden, but a, a gift and a weapon um, is because then you, it's up to you, the responsibility is on you on how to use that. And so when it become, when you use it as a weapon, sometimes it is to cut, but not necessarily to cut the person, but not, don't stop it, you know, uh, revenge, right? Does that revenge is easy. That's really what my thought is. Like, revenge is easy. Like, you want to get back at somebody who's hurt you. So these situationships, situationships, relationships, marriages, so don't touch too much on those because you don't know much about that. But, um, you know, wherever you are with and dealing with someone else intimately, um, emotionally, spiritually, sexually, um, is that you, if they hurt you, you know, to, to seek revenge on them is the easy route. It's the easy way out. Um, And that's, that you're better than that. There's more to you, you know? And so where you don't want to stop at cutting them Right. So if it's a weapon, you know, I don't, I don't want to use any analogy of any other weapon. I just I'll stick it like knife. Um, but, you know, so it's not necessarily to cut them with your your weapon of discernment, but to cut them off. See how that's an added word. So it takes it a step further. Right. So not just cut them, but cut them off. And that technically, truthfully, <laughs> it does more harm and damage, you know, for them to <clears throat> like to a narcissist. So if you are, you know, the the victim of, you know. A narcissistic love um, that you know you you really messing them up when you decide when you come to grips and when you come to terms with releasing them and letting them go in a way that they probably are not prepared for you to release them. Um, one because they're not prepared for the thought of you releasing them at all, right? So then, even if they fathom the thought of it, because we know narcissists, and I'm not going to say we know, but for those of us that do know, um, with narcissists is that you know, they feel like they, that you're never going to leave them. Excuse me, they can't even. They can probably never come to the grips that you know someone would ever. And so, even if they may say, oh, "You can leave me," you can, you know, they're taunting words like that. You might you gonna leave me just like everybody else. That type thing, right? Um. So they're saying it. Mind you, is coming back to what I was saying earlier. They're saying it so that it's in their thoughts to come out. Of their mouth, but their heart isn't there. Their heart does not believe that you about to muster up the carriage and the nerve to really walk away from them, to cut them off, to cut them off of the access that they ever ever had, you know, to you, um, to cut them off of the the authority or the power that they held over you um, to the Um, I don't know, the experience of your life, you know, that they have had no matter how long, how short um, of the time being doesn't matter. They just, they can't fathom that. And so that if you really, you know, if you really get to a good way of thinking, okay, this is the way I think of like, no, I'm not that person. Like with people and given have, I've been in fights before and all that, sure. But truthfully, that's not, no, like if I want to fight you, I'd rather take you to court, like something, like I'm gonna fight you like an adult. I'm not doing that. So I really don't want to fight you at all right? And then if I have to, then let's go the legal route. Let's go, like, it's going to be a way you, I can't believe, yeah, I know, I know, right? And am I saying I have all these court cases and all this stuff? No, I'm not. But I will say that's where my mind goes, because I know that's how, that's what really messes me up. You have to, um, shout out to my dad, because it's something that he taught us, like, that is really about outsmarting your opponent. And so it's for you to back up for a minute and identify who your opponent is. Now, for those of, us or those of you that either have had moments or have been the narcissist in a situationship, situationship, relationship, marriage, whatever the case may be, and where you played the role as the antagonist of your story, that you know, you, <laughs> you, <laughs> sorry, y'all, because I, I lost it and I was really trying to catch it. Um, for those of when we played this role, again, as the antagonist or the narcissist um, of the of the scenario, that it's then for you to take on, you know, to switch everything. So to, to take the opposite of everything that I just, you know, mapped out for the victim of the narcissistic love, um, because there's some healing for you to do as well. And I'm not going to say there's more healing for you to do because to each his own, right? To each his own scenario, to each his own demons, to each his own storyline to each his own path to each his own journey so I mean we have to know what we're saying when we're talking about to eat when we use the phrase to each his own um to each his own by the way I know some people I y'all see it right now you'll be like ooh, that is not what that phrase means that's literally just like side note like Kate and Edith too same thing you have to slow it down. You have to enunciate, pronounce your words, take your time. Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't even make sense. Oh, you want to have your cake and eat it too. Yes. Cause that's what was I supposed to do with it? Hold it. Just saying. Just, we gotta, we gotta clear all these things out right now. Cause people are out here just thinking crazy, like thinking irrationally, thinking, you know, not thinking logically. And so um, again, back to the, the definition. So when we're talking about discretion and, and being discrete, um, that, you know, it's a discrete quantity. So quantity we know is the amount of, right? Um, and so again, it's a discrete amount. So um, I'm trying to use another word like outside of discrete, but I really want to kind of stick to using the word discrete, so sorry. But um, a discrete amount, a discrete quantity of energy. Um, and so I told I've told y'all before that what matters to me most is that I know people have uh, say a lot and have said you know that oh it's my time that matters most. Of me. don't waste my time. It's me. It's energy. If I give you energy. I need it and I want it returned. I need reciprocity of my energy. That that's that's personal for me. Like whatever I put out, I want back because I am. I have learned to, and I know that I feel like I always have in a certain sense of that I've fed off of energy, right? So I love that this is taking, you know, a, a, a quantum leap of talking about like vibes, right? And I feel like I, it's, for me, that's what it has always been. When I get to talking about like, um, when people talk about uh, like their type, right? or so physical type. So, you know, you didn't got linked up with, you know, now, no given, I do say, stay away from these chocolates or these chocolate uh, I feel like the enemy just made them by hand, like oof, y'all, oof. Moving on. Um, but not sure because I really love I love, can I just can I throw this out here for a second? I love black I love a black man. It is, we are such a beautiful people, okay? And just literally just think of whether you're a male or female, I think it's okay. I don't think I have to say pause for uh, the heterosexual man right now but just really, literally they oh and so if you have to think of yourself because all I was about to say was think of like everybody just pause for a second and just think of a black man and literally just step back and look at him like wow we are just a black man is beautiful that's it that's all um <laughs> Why did I even say that? I don't know. It's just my thoughts. They're just they're spilling just out now. Uh, but because I know I was talking about energies and stuff, so I don't know where it was going with that. But... <laughs> I did say a side note. So, okay, that's what it was. It was just a side thought. But, um, you know, so about energy, like I need that back. I have, when I was immature, right? So loving in an, from my immature self, it would be like, you know, I received negative energies and negative vibes and I would rise above feelings, I'm rising above them. So I'm going to give them my positive energy and feed that back into them in order to turn that negative into a positive. No, baby. As a positive and a negative still comes out as a negative. I know we're talking a lot about math and science here, but just saying. So, remember when we was in school trying to figure out why we are learning all this, what we were planning for, baby? It's really for your healing journey. Did you know that? Listen, we talk about equations, all that. It's really how you out here solving for X, okay? And some of y'all, it needs to be your X because you're divorcing them, okay? Okay. And we're talking about X hoes. I said it. Uh, X thoughts, X jump offs, X dummies. I know this. And again, if you're outside of Baltimore, it, I know I said it was a sign of endearment, but then also it, about 27 different definitions of dummy in Baltimore, okay? Sorry. Um, and so usually it's referred to as a of course as a to a female, uh, negative uh uh reference to a female, um, as in like the one that's like the uh, i already said jump off before so i'm trying to use another phrase that defines that but jump off or someone loose or uh fresh um i don't know got older people here um something like that so um yeah uh and so all of all of these the x's let them go and then once they x that's it x them out x them cut them out but use your your weapon of discernment to cut them off of you release them divorce it Right, divorce him her, let them go. I kind of stayed, I'm sure I shared with y'all. I know it's probably briefly, but told y'all that in recent time, like I've let go of literally it was just one person that I would just be like, Oh, okay, you know, mm, mm, I'm, hold on to it for a while, hold on to it. And then, like, when the going gets tough, and then you hold on to it, then so you pride proud of yourself. And then, after all, you're like, all right, I hold on to it, even when it was like it was really tempting. All right, let me go ahead and make that call, let me go ahead and send a text message, right? And so, that was that one person for me. And so finally, just decided to be like, "Man, let me." No, and I'll tell you, it was it was simply because I had here we go again with the heart and the mind, right? So my heart, in general, was in a place, or I'm sorry, had gotten to the place of, and is now in the place of being very receptive of when my husband is coming, right? Just or receiving him when he comes, right? Because I'm not looking. going to be very clear, ladies, we're not looking. You're not looking. You're not looking. You're patiently waiting, patiently awaiting, you know, the rib cage that you belong to. Okay, right? So, yeah, yes, Mal. If I could please, it's just like thirty-six more seconds. I mean, minutes. Is that okay? Whole time he's in the other chair, right over there, that looks just like this chair, feels just like it, and somehow he wants to be in here. And I'm not picking you up because I don't want you shedding all over my my western shirt now. Okay. Um. <laughs> See the kids and they, they just had to make sure they distract me. The fur babies and the skin baby. I don't uh what was I saying, y'all? What was I saying? Um yeah, so Laura, oh, Lord, it's gone. It's it's not gone. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back and hopefully it comes back to me. Um, because I was then getting into um just breaking down the definition of quantum because I'm gonna go back to it, but a discrete quantity of energy, right? Um again, I was talking about like it being returned back to me and that I was, you know, I would give more of it. Um, thinking that I would like be able to turn it away, turn it around when it all actually need to turn it away. <laughs> like I was supposed to it like I know I'm not the only one that's been in a situation ship, relationship, factuationship longer than I was supposed to be. There we go. That brings it back to what I was saying. So it was like it was this one person that you know, I would just like, oh, okay, you know, sure, you know, whatever, um, here and there, because it was just, I still also felt like, it was the same way with what I've shared with y'all before, like when I used to smoke, right, when I used to smoke weed, and always on and off, always, because I was like, I ain't about to catch this, you go into something with the right mindset, thinking like, you know, if I ain't about to be one of the people that get addicted to weed, I'm not about to be the person that, you know, just needs it, well, same thing, like, needs it, because I'll speak in Baltimore. Like we, people, you know, swear like, no, I ain't addicted, but you know, I need to smoke. I'm sorry, what's the difference? I don't, and this is not coming from a place of like judgment. It is literally because I've seen the light even while I was smoking. And then of course, like when you stop or something, we have to get off the mindset of thinking like, once you change a way about yourself and stop doing something that, especially even if the masses, you know, are indulging and engaging in it, that we can't speak, not, I don't want to say against it, or toward it. Yeah, I will say toward it. I think that's a better way to put it, right? Um, Because I try not to speak as, like, I'm one of those, like, weed shamers. Like, oh my gosh, you guys do some weed. Like, it's just, I, but I do see, like, it is a difference. Like, when you change something, when you change for the better, you should see a difference. You should be able to speak to that without shunning the people that it still, you know, relates to, right? So by no means am I shunning anyone. But um, it was the same way of, like, how I was always keep the mindset of, like, um, Oh, uh, you know, I, I don't want to be addicted to it. I don't want to be one of the people that just can't stop smoking it, you know, whatever. And so I'm picking up and put it down. But here this was still, and I told y'all this before, even once I really got to the point of like, yeah, I'm definitely not smoking anymore. Like then it then it got hard to put it down. I was like, it's never been hard to put it down ever. And so the same way, even with this, you know, situationship and I don't know, I think it definitely was much lower than that because I definitely couldn't call the a friendship even though, truthfully, you try to refer to it like, oh, we've always been friends. No, we've known each other. We've known each other. Like we're legit out here in this day and age and it's been happening. We know this, I'm not beating up on our um, generation by any means, but it is, we know that it's heavier on us to really get it and figure it out and do better with the information that we're learning better than the generations before us because it's on us to kind of turn this thing around for the generations to come after us. Um, And so like we've legit been out here allowing people to enter us physically or, you know, for the, you know, or entering someone else physically without knowing any, anything about us. Like I legit I remember in our, in my final conversation with them, it was just like, yeah, we don't, I don't, you don't know me. And, and the said before so long, I was okay with that. I was so, I didn't want to, I didn't want, and I'm the person that um, like I yearn intimacy. I, I shared this before, like in the past couple of weeks, that was my thing. Like I will just, every once in a while it'll brew up and it'll be, it'll be a much stronger urge for me, like man, I want the intimacy part of it. It was literally it was a video I was watching earlier, and the guy he, I really, I cannot believe I saw this. Like, bro, somebody else thinks like me. He legit was just going on and going in, like, yo, ah, sex ain't it. Like, that ain't where I'm at. He was like, if anything, I crave the in, the intimacy that happens before that leads up to sex. So the kissing, the touching, the rubbing, the talking, the the closeness, the this and all of that. So I know it was really referring to like the foreplay, but. There's more to that, like the, I guess the, say if you are look, in a relationship, if you're in love and all of that and the talking, you know, that you're doing, you might be sending cute little innuendo or just something that, you know, just has you connected. And it could be out of, you know, sexual attention, sexual frustration, whatever, but when it's an actual connection, um, that thing. That is intimacy. That's that's the part. And then that leads up into when you are actually close and in each other's presence. And then that's physical intimacy. So I think that there's like a, I guess you say, I don't know, Okay. So I say like it's a sensuality because I've shared this where I know last year. Um, I broke down that there is, we know the thin line between sexuality and spirituality or spirituality and sexuality is sensuality, right? And so the, you have sensual, um intimacy that is two parts that is like um distant and then physical right um and so all of that he was talking about just like like those things and just saying like yo like no part i didn't agree with him though because i i don't want us to feel like we have to choose that he was like you know so i don't care nothing about you really like i don't give a f i don't care nothing about sex like (laughs) what like well yeah like when you get, when you get there, like, you know what it's time for, yes, like, it, it does actually serve its purpose, and especially to let it be good, like, we get all of that, but, um, I get his point of, like, that it, what's more important to him, which I totally feel, is the intimacy, like, is the intimate part of it, um, and that's what I'll, not just that, but that's what I'll learn for, is, like, the physical, um, connection, Uh, No, I don't wanna say that because that that could be referred to as sex. So that's not what I'm talking about. But like the, the physical aspect of sensual intimacy. Um, is is what I like. for just the the attention, the the um the what am I? Uh, here, y'all go. Cut it out. The um, the dang the presence. That's the word I was looking for. Like the the physical presence of. So sometimes I've shared with y'all before that like I'll just want like male presence, and it doesn't have to be sexual. That's the thing. So that's the point of intimacy. Like in friendships, there is a level of intimacy in in all different relationships, even in now. Follow me. in so these people that really got to be able to think even in family, like relative relationships, there's a level of intimacy to the point where, you know, where you feel, where you can distinguish between which cousin is your favorite cousin. And it's not because, you know, you think they're attract, you find them attractive. That That's not, that's a total different thing. That's called incense. Okay. Just, okay. Let's call it what it is. That's no, that's not what we're talking about here at all. Okay. Um, but why, you know, a certain cousin is closer to because you have an intimate, you know, connection, you know, to them that, you know, says that I feel more comfortable with being vulnerable, right? As we said, vulnerability is strength. So I am strengthened more with this person, you know, in my family to be vulnerable with them than I am, you know, this other person or these other people, these other relatives. Like, that's just, um, you know, that's that is a thing, and that's okay. So again, why in a group setting of friendships, why some people are closer than others in that group setting, uh, while why certain um, uh, colleagues and coworkers that you find yourself you know, clinging more to why you look forward to, you know, we talk about the work husbands, the work wives, uh, why you look forward to having lunch with, you know, certain ones over the others. It's not just because they were getting on your nerves all that. There's a certain level of intimacy that exists, you know, a layer of intimacy that exists, uh, between you and other people. And so this is why throughout this month and, um, We're talking about divorcing those very people that do not serve you that purpose, whether it's anymore or they never have um, or, you know, again, like it it just isn't there anymore or it's not there for going forward. That's okay. That is totally okay. So after this commercial break, we're going to get back into it. We're going to finish up some things before we get out of here. Um, I'll see you in a second. can train and certify over 10,000 students in 10 years. We can renovate over 10,000 houses in 10 years. This is the inner city trade school project sponsored by Get With The Program. It's our time and it's our turn. I feel like once we address, once we address the needs of the students, we can ensure that they'll be successful in the program. The main idea is to know the safety of the program. And do Black Lives Matter? matter. Yes. yes. We're going to show you how much Black Lives Matter because we have a solution to the problem. This school will help change the mindset of our young Black men. And that's what we're trying to do. Bring pride back to our community. Substitution and management. So here at the Inner City Trade School, that's what we're uh, trying to build. That's what we're trying to create. An environment for our people to thrive. Thank you. ain't know where to border train, you damn stupid niggas! Well, you might could have said niggum, We ain't no niggum, bro. Hey, rock, girl! Open it. I'm gonna play for you. Our first tune is called Let's start what we have come into the room to do. Right. Here goes. One, two, three. You do know how to make a grand entrance i know who you are the angel who hunts down those who trespass against him with no mercy this Minute. I'm like with the blam blam. I'm so happy um to see my my being family members today. Um, I want to get back on the station, but I definitely want to run my ad for my business on The Exposed Radio. They are um, attached to so many different businesses and great entities here in the city. If you have a business, you definitely want to put your business out there commercial, shout out, anything. It's sponsor one of the great shows that's working on The Exposed Radio. Welcome back. <laughs> um, so right before we went to commercial break, I know I mentioned that, um, dang it, y'all, my train of thought is really just, it keeps pulling to the station and pulling back on out. But I'm going to just get to the note that I really wanted to share, which um, is still from last week. And just to reiterate that, um, I know I we were talking about something else, of course. Um, and so it says that uh, you know, God had no obligation to protect my, you fill in the blank, because that's not what he called me to do. And so somehow we find ourselves stuck in the idea of, you know, God dang, like you just left me, you know, you left me for dead in this situation. Like you ain't, you know, you won't let him hurt me like this. You won't let her hurt me like this. Like what in the world? Again, and we're, sometimes we're referring to relationships situationships, relationships, marriages, um, and he didn't put us, he didn't put us in these things. Like he allowed it, sure, because he's in control over all or he rules over all and created all. So, you know, everything um, answers to him. So if he didn't do it, then he allowed it. And so some things he allows because we needed to learn. And so that's why it's conversations like these that we, or like this, that we need um, to remind ourselves, like the very thing that you are, you know, that is not bringing you peace, the very you know connection to someone that is not doing it for you again if it's just not doing it anymore um or for the fact that you and no let's stop there if it's if it's the fact that you felt like it was doing it for you in the first place because there are some of us that are in some situations or dealing with people that we never felt like it was doing it for us anyway so that's one The second one is if we felt like at least at some point, you know, it was doing it for us. Okay, that was good. And now we have evolved, we have changed, and it is no longer doing it for us anymore. To pause right there for the fact that that is just because of just that, actually, that you have changed, you have evolved into who you are right now. And so then it is your preparation piece for where it is that you are going, because at least you have um, made yourself available for the change, because we know change is inevitable. So you've availed yourself for the change that is that you are undergoing, or that is um, overtaking your life that you want to just yield to, like there's, You know, someone up there bigger and greater that knows more than you, that is looking out for you and helping you to prepare and to change for what's coming next. So just like whoever you were, whatever time frame you're thinking about, whoever you were then versus who you are now is that you should be different and better. And then so if that change has already happened, he's the God of doing it again. He can do it again and again and again and keep changing you, keep evolving you. And so if it's evolving, it's part of evolution right, which is the very close cousin of elevation, come on, so evolution, you evolved in order to elevate, and so if you're doing that, there are some steps, just literally, if you're elevating, you're walking up steps, right, as you're walking up steps, there's a step behind you that you have to leave in order to go to the next step above that, right, so it's each step as you're elevating, right, we're not talking about going down the steps, come on, and you definitely don't feel like me and fall down the steps, because sister clumsy here, okay, is, Oh, I can attest to it. However, (laughs) when we're talking about going up the steps again, you have to step that foot off of the this your current step right now in order to, you know, uh, find your comfortability, find your stability on the next step above. So you're going to leave something behind. And what we're learning in life is that that very well means people. It very well means people. So that situationship, that relationship that you thought was working, that was cool enough, good enough that I was even referring to earlier that, you know, I had to, that, that was like, kind of like a check in here and there whenever I kind of had the control of it, like, oh, you know, whenever I call, whenever I text, which is just here in a blue moon, whenever, then it's fine. But it, even that wasn't fine because that was still leaving some access to me. Right. Even in the 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 inconsistent, you know, communication and, and correspondence like that still left like some airways open. And so literally I got to the place of saying, like, you know, again, because my heart was at a place of in general of like, I am, you know, open to the idea and the concept of, you know, being available when my husband. Um, what. Okay, sorry. I was reading the text message. My bad. I gotta stay focused um to get this out. So, you know, to be available um for when my husband finds me, right? I'm totally okay with that. And so and but there were some things I had to do. Remember earlier when I was talking with the good thing, we have to work toward the good things, right? So it's working the faith, working on that. we feel like like if I have faith, that should be enough. I believe in you, God. I mean, damn, no, it doesn't work like that, baby. It does <laughs> it does not. Okay, if you're not used to the B mix this is who we are right here. Sometimes, you know, I ain't saying we cuss and call Jesus name in the same sentence all the time, but it's just how it, how it happens. I don't, know anybody else. I'm always be open and forward and upfront and talk about the fact that in frustrated moments, I've definitely cussed and some prayers now. I'm just, it's gone now, but God definitely, he knows my heart and he knows, and he knows I'm going to come to him raw. Okay. and Give him everything. Um, and so, just just to insert because my brain is where my brain went. That you know, we we out here, you know, screwing raw, but we won't go to who created us and just be raw and open and vulnerable with him. That's crazy. Um. So it's like we're, the trust. The trust lies in the fact that we out here land with people and all of that. Okay. And even if you're strapping it up, it's still that's not we know it's not hundred percent. You know, just saying <laughs> it ain't protecting you one hundred percent from everything. So, but um. You know, so we we're we're it's misplaced trust. And so we're divorcing even that. We're divorcing the misplaced trust that we place within these people or over casting over in these situationships, situationships, relationships, marriages that we, you know, didn't or feel as though we shouldn't have um found ourselves in or that you know it was a learning curve for us or i'm sorry a learning experience rather um a a, a teachable moment you know for us whatever season you know, that was for you. And so now, but you have to move on from that, divorce that, divorce that trust that you misplaced, divorce that person that you, you know, um, expected more from divorce that, you know, that overall scenario that you created either in your mind or even created physically, you know, for yourself, um, including this person that they just doesn't did not belong in or that you just did not belong in. Again, even for the folks, like I mentioned earlier, um, if you played the role of the the narcissist in this scenario if you play the role of the antagonist in this story you know like it's it again you have healing to do as well we all do so even if you find yourself victimized by narcissistic love if you find yourself uh being the narcissist you know either if y'all if y'all interchange it's like oh hey hey you be the narcissist today i'm the narcissist tomorrow like no i don't divorce the narcissistic schedule that you have for the folks that are just like, yep, I'm going to do this because you decided to do that. So I mean, no, no, baby, it's not good for us. Let it go. Go and divorce it. Get that up out of there. Why would you dare want to be connected with anything else or anyone else that does not bring you peace? If by now, for any of you that have ever caught another show before tonight of the B-Mix, bring on b Radio.com, Um, and you don't get that what we preach most about here is peace and maintaining or establishing, maintaining, sustaining that. Um, re reinventing your peace at times. Like sometimes we have to may I help you? Benji gone now. Because I told y'all. <laughs> um, it literally is just sitting there on the couch. I just wanted to just wanted to bar. Um, but you know, like it it. If you don't know that by now that we promote peace, we are peace promoters. Ooh, that's good. Peace promoters up in here, okay? You can't promote peace. You cannot promote something that you don't have. You cannot promote something that you don't believe in. So if you are okay with sticking with this person, That does not bring you peace. You cannot promote peace. So then what is your positive contribution to the world, to the very people that surround you, to the vulnerable people that surround you? Because there are, given all of us have our own sense of vulnerability and then a lot of us are fighting our vulnerability. So there, you can always guarantee that there's someone in your close circle, in your, yeah, I would say close circle or that you're surrounded by um, or that you're at least connected to that is more vulnerable than you are. For some of us, those those of us that are parents, you know, so those are children that are more vulnerable than we are. So then, if we if they if we are connected to someone that is um, more vulnerable than we are, then it must be our responsibility to help to protect and to nurture their vulnerability. For those of us that are fur baby parents, right? So even for your parent for your pets you know, they're more vulnerable than you are. My heart always goes out to animals. They're my favorite people simply because they don't know all that's going on in the life that they have, in the world that they were created and that they, you know, walk upon. Like, I, I just literally said this to my sister yesterday. I think that it was just like, um, you know, my heart goes out to, you know, animals and all because it's like, they literally, there are pets out there that have HIV. They're not pets, but animals in general. So there are animals out here that have HIV. There are animals out here that have diabetes as well. But um, what was I about to say? That have cancer. They don't know. They can't read up on a book and realize that, you know, like, oh, shoot, this is what's going on in my body. They don't know. And so a lot of them, unfortunately, like succumb to the illness or disease or affliction that has, you know, entered or taken over their bodies. And so and that's because they have no control over that. You, on the other hand, my friend, sister, brother, OK, you have control over what it is you decide to allow access to your life and because if they have access to your life they have access to your peace and i'd be damned if you be a part of the b-mix family and you out here just giving people power to over your peace divorce the power that you're giving other people over your peace regain not just your time regain not just your energy regain the power over your own peace that is your b-tip of the week regain the power over your peace you gave it to somebody somewhere giving your body to them you gave them some of your power i know it was, you know some was oh drag season hell no i got it no you gave them some of your power i can admit that I've said that, you know, because here it is. So again, to finish the scenario that I was sharing with y'all is that because in general my heart was at a place uh it, or is <laughs> no I keep saying it in, in the past tense that it, because in the past tense is where it began. So it, my heart began to um become more accessible and re, um receptive rather of um Of again like availing myself for my husband to find me right I wanted to clear the path well I had to get to the place let me say that I had to get to the place where I realized that I wanted to clear the path so what it is is that my mind because my heart was generally speaking right (laughs) so my, my heart was replying all okay but my mind decided to just reply directly and started telling myself like you know I think I like him if I like him, then it must mean that I, I want to, you know, explore the option of like love and see, you know, what goes. And I mean, when I say everything had to come together, like, oh, baby, skirt, mm-mm, halt that. No. So literally decided to make sure I had the conversations on my mind where it was like now in the past where I come to grips and come to realization that I'm to loosely use this phrase of like done with people. Um, cause I, again, I told y'all I, I'm in remission and better, um, at, you know, not feeling like just people are just easily disposable, but so I don't want to say that's not what I meant by using that term or that phrase, but I'll be done with people. Like that would just be it. Like they, I don't believe it. I know I mentioned X's before, but I don't believe in X's like, we're done, we're done. That's it. The only reason I'm in contact with one ex is because we share a child. That is it. Right. Um, and so some of us need to just saying for some of you, because you'll be like, oh, we can still be friends. No, let that go. Let it go. Because it's going to pull on some harshness. It's going to pull on something. Especially if there was an actual connection, some actual love there somewhere. You know, even if it was a narcissistic love, it was still love. And we know that love sometimes can, you know, it can take us down. It can roll us over. It can shoot us, okay? In the back of the head, like, love can do it, okay? The wrong love, that is. Come on. And so um you know we some of us need to take the mindset of you know just li- leaving people you know once we have disconnected from them leaving them where they are if there's a reconnection later on in life and you know that's back to our um definition of quantum Right. Um, of the fact that, you know, a discrete quantity. So the discrete time frame um, in life there's so many big words, like not big, but like powerful and like heavy words in that description still discrete quantity, energy, proportional magnitude, frequency, radiation represents, you know, um, That's good. So when you get a chance, just go and read the definition all over again. So good. But, um, you know, it is the fact that, you know, we need to leave them there and, and, and break off from that. Right. And so when I did and I decided, though, that I needed to have I'm a conversationalist by nature. And so it wasn't okay with me to do what I normally did catch that. We know that's a, that's the definition of a fool is to keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. So I uh, acknowledge that I absolutely, in this time in my life and just where I am with my own healing, where I am, uh, where I stand about my peace, I am, I cannot afford a soul tie is what I was very clear about. Right. Knowing that, no, we're not even about to explore this. Or could this be love even with the light? No, I literally took my light back. Like, no, I no longer like, like, no. No, I was just my mind trying to tell myself because my heart is starting to feel that. But my mind was trying to tell myself about the wrong person. Absolutely not. I wasn't willing to waste my time with this person because it really would be a waste of time to even think about, even consider exploring this as an option, not an option at all, not a viable candidate at all for marriage, for my husband. Absolutely not. And I knew this. And it's not the crazy part is to be very clear, not a horrible person. So some of us think that, oh, they must be these horrible people in order to know for sure that they're not, you know, viable candidates. No, 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 not at all. (laughs) Not at all. It's just that if they are not for you, they are not for you. That's just it. Or in that capacity, right? And so again, finally getting around to having that conversation and saying like, look, it won't be no more talking. Like, even if I here and there, where what where the weddings and stuff like that, or when I linked up with, like, some family, you might, you know, had a little tequila or something, I like, had a little sip, something like that, and I told y'all, in general, like, I've really, like, stopped drinking and smoking, definitely stopped smoking, and so here and there, have I had, like, a, a drink or two, a sip or two, and it's just, such a lightweight, it's ridiculous now. So it's really no point at all. Um, but you know, I can say like over this, even the, during the summer, like again, here and there, it doesn't matter. So I don't even want to explain all that in depth, but still, um, cause I could care less if you judge me, but, um, cause I'm open, right. And vulnerable, I'm finding my strength and my vulnerability, but either way. So tequila, I've, I'm sure I've mentioned before when it was like, drinking was like my vice. And so like tequila, I've always said, like it's my love juice, right. So boom, sip some of that and, you know, find myself caught. I was like, listen, if if I even think about or, you know, drink again or whatever, you find me like texting, like ignore it. Like i am after all of that. Like and we just, you know, as far as I can tell, like had a pretty you know, decent conversation where like he was getting like a couple work calls. We so got to get on and off the phone. Kept saying like, I don't want to um, just in, you know, our very last conversation, like, geez like, you know, this is it. But yeah. Make sure I told them, like, hey, I know I jokingly said the last time that you know we gotten together that it would be the last time, and that was before I really got into this place. And so yes, that is the la- like that's it, like we're done, like that's it. No, because no, this ain't this ain't what I want, and it clearly you know and what you want, you, like, and that's okay. That's the thing, y'all. It's okay that even who it is. Catch this, even if it was true that that was somebody that I actually wanted, right? Mind you, that was my mind telling me that. So it wasn't really true. But if it was actually someone that I really wanted, it's even okay that that person is someone that you don't, I mean, that does not want you in return. That's totally okay. It is totally okay. Because the point um, of healing is to get to a place that you are not, uh, or to get to a place of not being so sensitive to being able to, um, to realize that, you know, when we thought we were all, you know, tough and had this tough exterior and all, there was, all, in all actually we were extra sensitive, we were ultra sensitive. So we were taking these, you know, jabs and daggers and they hurt and all that. But as you heal, you build like this stronger, you know, momentum, you build this stronger, like outer layer um and of protection to keep you from, you know, feeling like these daggers and jabs and all that like. When you overstuff stuff or over people, it just does not bother you. Like, and we, there's so many bothered people walking around here claiming to be unbothered. I'd be so confused, right? Um, and because when you are not healed and when you do not take the necessary steps and, and processes and, and protocols and all that to heal, um, is that you can't even hear the idea of this. Here's this. You ready for it? Baby, divorce him divorce her because they don't have it to give they don't have it to give whatever the, it is for you the better sex the love the reciprocity the time the attention the affection the energy the money whatever it they don't have it to give if you've been asking for it if it wasn't given because that was my thing even going into that conversation of like if it were mutual if he actually you know liked me or wanted something more with me he would have brought it to me and it never did and that's okay that is totally okay right because i'm in a good place of healing that i can really say that that's okay i'm not hurt but i remember being in a place of like hey can't you like me like what's wrong with me oh my God. no oh baby no <laughs> it ain't me <laughs> it's not right um because even i realized That uh, what's anonymous to my love life um, is that uh, me, when I talked about like uh, planting and all that, we want to get into planting, I still have yet to even purchase like a plant for myself, right? Um, And I realized that it's the fact that what what stops me from wanting to do, I don't want to commit to the idea of like caring for it simply because if it dies, so it's my fear of if it goes wrong, that then it's on me even though I would give it, you know, I would give it its energy or or maybe not and not give it enough energy and time and love and care that it deserves and that I would l- read about and learn that I need to give it. And so I'm not willing to sign up for that commitment. That's synonymous to my life, but to my love life. That I wasn't all this time, I hadn't been willing to commit to that. Like it would just be like, oh yeah, okay, I'm happy. Yeah. But really to delve into that. So in order for you to even prepare yourself and to avail yourself and to clear the path for this right love to come to you or even if you are already in a situation where you feel like it is now but you're still somehow connected whether soul tie, mentally spiritually physically emotionally whatever to someone else that is not good for you that that you've given some power to your peace then that right love is not going to be right it's not going to be right until you clear that path and, and for a lot of us, we need to do it before that right love comes to us. And then, like I said, if you're already in the place of being associated with that right love, clear that path now. And that might even start with the self-imaging. The image that you have of yourself, um, of yourself as how you are now, the self-image that you have in mind as you're in your singleness or in your transitional phase of breaking away from the statuationship, situationship, relationship um marriage whatever the case may be of what your self-image is outside of that it's the self-image that you have in mind that could be hindering your progress your progress and I'll actually think your your degress. okay we're not going backwards we're going forward okay you got it I hope you got it because you know I love you all right if you got it, let that, let that be enough for now because I'm out of time anyway, okay? I love you. I acknowledge the fact that it is time for you to divorce it. That means him or her, okay? Until next week, peace. <laughs>